This is Rock and Roll English. Real people, real English. Here's your host, Martin Johnston. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll English. Episode number 155, baby. Oh yeah. In today's episode, I have a very, very special surprise for you. Something that has never been done on Rock and Roll English before. Oh no. Um, So what is it? Good question. Um, Anyone that follows Rock and Roll English on social media will know that last week I went to Corporal Coma's wedding in Seville in Spain, obviously. Um, And if you don't follow Rock and Roll English on social media, what are you doing? Instagram, Facebook, you know, get on there, follow it. Anyway, I'm getting a little bit sidetracked here. Um, So it was a wonderful day at the wedding. Absolutely brilliant. And I want to share it with you. I want to bring you to the wedding. How is this possible? I hear you ask. The wedding was last week. Oh, it's possible, baby. And in the rock and roll English world, anything is possible because... In anticipation of this, I decided to bring a portable microphone and make some kind of vlog thing. So if people don't know what a vlog is, it's a video when you film the day as it happens. You can find many of them on YouTube, but I've decided to do this in a podcast format. So instead of a vlog, what's it called? Maybe a plog? Doesn't quite sound as good, does it? Anyway, let's stick with that name. So in this plog, in this episode... You will be coming with me on my trip to Seville and attending the wedding. That's right, baby. Um, A few warnings before we start, though. One is that you will hear me talking when I am extremely drunk. And when I say extremely drunk, I mean it, Okay. I decided to record a podcast at about three o'clock in the morning after about one million beers. Um, So, you know, I slur my words a little bit. Okay, so mum, if you're listening, this is the only time in my life I've ever been drunk. Okay. Another thing is that um, I had this wonderful idea about taking the microphone to the wedding and I was going to capture all of the intimate moments of the day and tell a story like some kind of poet. I don't know, but it didn't quite work out like that. So there's some nice rock and roll vocabulary. If you say it didn't work out like that, you're basically saying it didn't really happen that way Um, because there's lots of me talking in airports, which, you know, isn't quite the romantic wedding vibe that I had in mind. But it's difficult doing this. I'm not really a plog kind of guy. And I just kept forgetting about it. You know, I was having fun at the wedding, talking to friends. So I didn't really want to keep saying, oh, let me just take my microphone out. Plus, there were some moments during the day when the tension was high, especially with Corporal Comer. He was obviously very anxious, very nervous. So if I had said to him, Ah, can we just quickly record a podcast now? I'm pretty sure he would have actually murdered me. Some nice third conditional there as well. But there are some interviews with Corporal Coma before he got married and after. And even bigger, there is an interview with Mrs. Corporal Coma. That's right, baby. Um, So as a first attempt as a plog, yes, remember, we are calling it a plog. It's not bad. You know, it could have been better, but it could have been worse. Um, And one last thing, there is obviously a bit of background noise um, during these interviews, sometimes on the plane, sometimes at the wedding, people talking. But that is a good exercise for your listening people. Oh, yeah, because you go out in England, you go to the pub. You know, it's not just you and one other person. There is background noise. So it's a good 
exercise. So that's enough of me. Let's start this journey where it starts at the airport, obviously. And I will give you some kind of running commentary along the way, okay? So let's go to Seville, baby. Happy listening. So I'm here with Mrs. Rock and Roll English at the airport. Hello. There she is. Uh, we're just waiting to get on the plane. There's a lot of people queuing, um, which I never understand why people queue to get on the plane before, because we're going to get there at the same time, aren't we? Um, I've got a bag which is too big. A little bit worried about paying a fine, but, you know, let's see how it goes. Stay tuned. So a very exciting beginning to the podcast, obviously, at the airport. It gets even more exciting now because I talk to you when I'm on the plane. But don't worry, this is just the warm-up, okay? Because things get really exciting later. We're almost in Seville now. Just a few more minutes. It's been a pretty long day. Had to go from Palermo to Milan. Wait there for like three hours. Then Milan, Seville. On the first plane... They noticed my bag was a bit big and they said, look, that bag's too big. I was thinking, look, I would rather die than give you any more money. I was prepared to put on all of my clothes, but he let me off, which is some nice rock and roll vocabulary. He didn't punish me. Then we got to Milan Airport, was waiting around there. Oh, there's a nice kid shouting there. I don't know if you're going to hear that. So yeah, we'll wait. we were waiting around in the airport and then uh, Mrs. Rock and Roll English wanted a coffee. So we went to McDonald's for the coffee, and then I thought, you know what, I could really smash a burger here. So smash a burger, like destroy it when I was eating it, which I had to do. There were just too many burgers around me. I felt a little bit bad because uh, Mrs. Rock and Roll English is on a diet, and I was sitting in front of her stuffing my face with a burger, but it was a good burger, good burger. And the other thing that really fucked me off there, so I remember, fucked me off, annoyed me, I'd paid for my meal, right? And then I wanted some ketchup. You know, you've got to have ketchup if you have a burger and chips, don't you? So then I said, look, how much is a ketchup? He said, 30 cents. I said, I've only got notes. Do you really want me to break into a note to buy some ketchup? Everyone else was speaking to him in English. I was speaking in Italian. So I said, look, surely you can give a discount to someone who's speaking Italian. He was loving it. He was laughing. Then he asked his manager and said, look, can I give him the ketchup and she said no you have to pay so i had to pay with a 20 euro note for some ketchup that cost 30 cents the world can be a horrible place sometimes anyway i'm nearly at the wedding now so you know let's see how that goes okay don't worry luckily the traveling has finished now but it's an important part of the trip isn't it you know it's not all rainbows and wonderful things someone has to go through that horrible part to experience the beauty okay and now the beauty begins when i arrive at the wedding and i have a chat with someone you may know called the hell razor let's see what he has to say so here i am now finally at the venue with the Hellraiser. Do you want to say hello, Hellraiser? Of course I do. Hello, listeners. Um, it's so good to have him here. I often try to record with the Hellraiser. People have asked me, you know, he's quite popular on the podcast. Let's do more with the Hellraiser. I say to him, okay, like Skype, nine o'clock, Sunday morning. Are you going to come? Yeah, of course I'm going to be there. Nine o'clock, Sunday morning. I'm online. Hellraiser, where are you? L- many different excuses you give me, aren't there? 
It's true. I have a busy schedule, you know. Uh, some of us live an actual rock and roll lifestyle, and uh, we can't be where we say we're going to be at a certain time. You know, it's just uh, it's just how it is. Sure, that sounds like a really busy schedule of saying of my rock and roll life. Do you, do you schedule your rock and roll time, or why would you? It wouldn't be rock and roll then. <laughs> exactly. Speaking of this as well, um, you've told me. So for the wedding tomorrow, because just so people know, the Hellraiser and I are both ushers. So Corporal Comer's bought us both a suit. Um, he's bought us the waistcoat, the trousers, the jacket. All we had to do was provide a white shirt. But apparently you're having difficulty with that. Correct. Um, I think sometimes it's good to put your own twist on a theme. And uh, I've decided to do that. Uh, obviously, listeners might know I'm coming from Uganda, so I've just injected a slight bit of Africa into my white shirt. Only small, only small. Uh, you know, you blink and you'll miss it, but uh, it's there. It's there. Um, does Corporal Gomer know you're introducing some um, African vibes into your white shirt? I don't know how he feels about that. Absolutely not, not yet. I'm going to surprise him on the day. I think he'll enjoy it. You know, I think he'll enjoy it when uh, he's there. Walking down, oh no, he won't walk down the aisle, but uh, he'll be there, and uh, I'll be wearing my African shirt, and he'll just enjoy it. I think. I'm very much looking forward to seeing his face. Anyway, we'll probably hear more from you tomorrow. I hope so. I hope yeah. so. We will do. Yeah. With your African shirt, I'm looking forward to seeing. This. Well, we'll see the reaction. <laughs> Let's hope for a good one. <laughs> okay, we will. See you soon. Okay, just relax now, okay? If you had difficulty understanding that, don't worry, it's completely normal. The Hellraiser and I were both a bit drunk, there was some background noise, the microphone was moving, so just relax. Take a deep breath. Oh, yeah, just to give you a summary of what he said, um, he said that he had a white shirt and he injected some Africa into the shirt. He also said he put his own twist on it, which is some nice rock and roll vocabulary. If you put your twist on something, you put your personality in it, let's say. And this did cause a bit of tension on the wedding. And now I speak to the man of the moment about it, Corporal Coma. So here I am now with Corporal Coma on the big day. A few hours to go. How are you feeling? Terrified. Absolutely terrified. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. What, what, what are you terrified about exactly? The speech, standing up in front of everyone, my friends, my family, looking like an idiot. You always look like an idiot. Being very hot, I'm pretty worried about that. Yeah, I'm worried about being hot. I've got to do a speech as well though, so, you know. But you're a good good public speaker, Mm, I'm not. Debatable. Um, Now let's talk about the main event, the the Hellraiser shirt. Um, I've heard it's not white, how are you feeling about that? I've, I've heard it is white. I've just heard it hasn't got a collar. So I'm pretty confident he's going to look really stupid with a tie on with no collar and what is essentially a T-shirt. Yeah, we are going to look a bit strange, everyone there with, you know... Well, he just won't be in any pictures. I'm going to have to relegate him from, from being an usher. OK, sounds good. OK, well, we'll talk to you again maybe after. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, so am I, baby. Okay, so that was obviously a few hours before Corporal Coma got married. Um, I hope you understood a little bit more. There were some moments when I wasn't really using the microphone very well, so it was very quiet. So, you know, I didn't even understand some of them, but I'm sure you understood the basic message, which was Corporal Coma was shitting his 
pants and he managed to sort of transcend some of that anxiety to me actually which is exactly what you hear about now so it's 2.36 now. The wedding starts at 6.30, so just under four hours to go. Everyone's outside, you know, enjoying themselves by the swimming pool. But I'm locked away in my room practicing my speech because I thought I knew it. But it turns out I actually don't know it at all. And I'm kind of shitting my pants now. So this is the really good thing about coming to a new country, coming to a new city, Seville, I'm only here for like 48 hours and I'm spending quite a few of those hours in a dark room learning a speech, really taking in the culture, you know. So as you could probably feel there, you know, the tension was really, really building. Um, so there's a few hour gap now, OK, from that point until basically after the wedding, because soon after that, I got dressed with Corporal Coma and he was pretty nervous let me tell you rightly so as well i'm not you know i'm not taking the piss out of him for being nervous but the tension was big let me tell you so it wasn't really the moment to say you know let's just do a quick interview for the podcast because he probably had a few other things on his mind at that time so then we had the ceremony which was brilliant you will hear more about that later. We had dinner, had the speeches, all was brilliant, all went well. Then the party started and that's when the mayhem started. OK, this next interview with Corporal Coma again, I recorded at about 3 a.m. And you may notice my voice is a little bit different. All I will say is sorry, mum. How are you feeling? You, we, uh, last time I heard from you, you were very nervous. How are you feeling now? Nowhere near as nervous. Oh, I'm not nervous at all. Yeah, it's done. It's, it's done. sorted. I mean, I, yeah, I'm feeling pretty drunk. From zero to ten, how drunk I, are you feeling? I've actually only had uh, two drinks. Oh, after. fuck off! You Seriously? Yeah, yeah. From after the wedding, I've had two drinks. What, what the fuck have you been doing for like last five hours? Want to dance him? Yeah, what? what? Without which has been touching your penis while you've been dancing. What you've been, what you've been touching. What, you, when you dance, you need to touch something, and I like to touch a drink. Uh, I think when you listen back to this tomorrow, you're going to be like, "This is no, definitely not rock and roll English." Well, he was right about that, wasn't he? But don't worry, it gets worse, a lot worse. That's not. That's not. What, what have you been touching? Everyone, all my mates. Where have you been touching them? Mainly on the upper torso, really. I mean, Tor- torso. There's nice, some nice rock and roll vocabulary above the waist. Um, yeah, I've I've just been touching everyone all over the place. I'm looking at someone's ass now. I'm, I'm enjoying it. I, uh, I'll stop there. Uh, th- this isn't appropriate. It's definitely not. Probably best to stop there. See you later. Wow. Um, I think this is the first plog ever made and it looks like it will be the last. I'm not sure if you can get arrested for making podcasts, but if you can, I'm worried. Um, Corporal Coma was right again. That was definitely not appropriate. But I just want to say the arse I was looking at was Mrs. Rock and Roll English's. Okay, I would never look at another 
arse. Except maybe Boom Boom Cannon, because he has a lovely arse. He's going to the gym all the time, and, you know, it's really nice and round. Um, Speaking about him, he was there, Boom Boom. I spoke to him for many hours. I just kind of forgot to do an interview, because, as you probably understood, my mind wasn't really working very well. I would just like to say, though, it's not my fault. All of my friends were there. It was free drink, and we were dancing to music like this. And it just kept getting better and better, baby. Massive, massive tune. We were going fucking mental on the dance floor let me tell you i will play that song again at the end in its entirety because it is just so good you have to listen to it um anyway now we speak to mrs corporal coma right at the very end of the night all the music had stopped all the emotions were still there though um so let's hear what she has to say and luckily i don't do much talking in this one Mrs. Corporal Coma is here after getting married, after a wonderful day. I mean, I've had probably the best day of my life. That's me. How are you feeling? Um, It has been the most incredible day. Mr. Corporal Coma and I have loved every single second. Um, I'm sure you're here. More details from him in a podcast very soon but yeah we've had the best day he's given us some details but what's been your favorite mo- favorite no i wouldn't say favorite moment i don't want to put you under too much pressure like a moment that you've enjoyed a moment i'm not saying your favorite just a moment um my favorite moment was the ceremony because it was just yeah it was really nice it was very personal to us and also i've very much enjoyed the best man's speech as well and obviously Corporal Coma's speech was very very good when the ceremony was going on you came walking down the aisle there was a lot of, I, I was going to say pressure to, I don't know It was, a, it was I could feel it, tension, I don't know but I could feel myself welling up which is the rock and roll vocabulary I was almost crying when I saw Corporal Coma had a tear in his eye I thought fuck I'm going to cry. How are you feeling at this point? Talk us through that. Well, so my dad was telling me a really, really boring story as I walked down the aisle. So, what, what? (laughs) Like, he just decided to tell you a random story? Did it have anything connected to anything? No, it had nothing connected to anything, but it really helped to just keep my emotion, like, stop the tears from coming down. And then when I saw Corporal Coma... And then I had to give him a big hug because I could see that he was quite emotional and one of us had to keep it together. Yeah, if, yeah. Uh, but to be fair, if anyone that was keeping it together out of you two, 
Corpacoma is here, by the way, next to me. Well, next to Mrs. Corpacoma. It was definitely Mrs. Corpacoma that was keeping things together. Corpacoma was all over the place. But Mrs. Corpacoma... Well, like I said, I, I I thought I was going. I thought I was going. I don't think my eyes are... My eyes are still wet now. I, I was thinking, fuck, if I'm, like, nearly crying now, like, what am I going to do? I pulled it back, though. Yeah, you did. You did. Yeah. Absolutely pulled it back. What are you going to do when you marry Mrs. Rock and Roll English? Oh, well, that, that, was, uh, that was one of the many thoughts I was going, that was going through my mind. But I, I almost cried. I almost cried. The only person that was keeping it together was Mrs. Corporal Kamer <laughs> here, so... I did feel like I might have looked like quite a cold um, hearted person because I think I was one of the only people keeping it together but had to do it. I I want to talk to your dad and just whatever story he told you before I, I want to hear that because that was I well I don't know how you did it. Yeah it was something to do with golf or something equally dull um, it was something like that it was really really boring. And he went to stop and I said, no, keep going, when we actually turned the last corner to go down. the. It was a very long walk to the aisle, so he, he stopped because he thought he should, but I made him keep going. Um, he also did a great speech as well, didn't he? He did. Your dad. My dad is a very good public speaker. Yeah, really yeah. good. Really good. He's, he's, he's done this before, like, I got that impression. Yeah, well, my sister got married two and a half years ago so he did it then but he also gives um, seminars oh I, I love a seminar a seminar about getting married or no not about getting married but it just yeah about boring stuff again okay but about golf n- not golf finance so Fine. probably more boring than golf but uh, means he's very used to public speaking so he's good at Okay, well, it's lovely to have Miss... This is, like, probably, I, I'd imagine, the first interview of Miss... Mr and Mrs Corporal Coma. Is this the first official one? I think so, yeah, yeah. I think it's the first and probably the only yeah, interview uh, of Mr and Mrs Corporal Hopefully the last. They'll be getting interviewed by lo- lots of the big newspapers after this. Daily Mail. Yeah, all of that. Yeah, if they could give us um, any sort of money, then that would be great. Okay. If we could help pay off this wedding. I mean, it's, there's been a lot going on here. I had a lot to drink, so if we can give them any money, yeah, why not? Why not? We'd like you know, that. We'd like. They would like that. I say we. They. They. <laughs> they. You're not getting any. <laughs> give me some if you want. Give me some if you want. Okay. Well, it's been wonderful talking to you. You too, buddy. You too. Thank you. So there you have it. You just heard from Corporal Coma and Mrs. Corporal Coma. Hours after they had just got married. Um, I just realised that before this part, before we heard them, I said that the music had stopped. It was the end of the night. It's true. The music had stopped. This was kind of the after party where someone had brought some speakers because, you know, no one wants to go to bed, do they? It always happens. You want to keep the party going. So that's what we did. Um, Anyway, so the podcast started slowly. It moved up and up and it's hit the top now so now we need to go back down so now you can listen to me speaking as soon as I woke up the next day Um, I was still drunk 
at this point. So again, I probably don't make so much sense. I was trying though. I was trying. So this is the morning after the night before, as we say in England. Basically the morning after you've been out drinking. Um, I'll be honest, I'm not feeling fantastic. I'm still in bed. It's 11 o'clock and... I am struggling to think how I'm going to move at the moment and I've got to go into the city, go to the airport, take a flight back to Sicily, not even Palermo, the other part of Sicily. So looking forward to it, but what a day, what a fucking day. That's what it's about, isn't it? Your friends like that, seeing them get married. I I don't know if I mentioned it yesterday because I can't remember what I recorded, but I was almost crying when I saw the wedding happen. Yes, you did mention this yesterday. So why are you repeating it? The moment when Mrs. Corporal Comer walked down the aisle, Corporal Comer had tears in his eyes. I was thinking, fuck, I'm almost crying here. What the fuck is wrong with me? I don't even like Corporal Comer. And I'm nearly crying, but it was a great day. Great music. Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah, good dancing. I had quite a lot of whiskey, which uh something I don't do a lot these days, but, you know, you've got to do it. You have to do it. The speech went well in the end. I was obviously a bit worried about that, mainly because I hadn't prepared very much, which was annoying. Um, in the room now, I have to leave in about 30 minutes, still in my pants, um, which, I mean, I, I obviously look good in my pants. Probably going to stop talking now because I kind of realise I have nothing to say. But hopefully it will get more interesting later. I might even introduce you to another one of my friends who's given me a lift to Seville. He's actually quite interesting. Definitely more than me. I don't introduce you to my friend. In fact, there's only one more very small recording because very soon after the hangover really started to kick in. So there's some rock and roll vocabulary. It really started to kick in. It really started to happen. And then I just thought, fuck this podcast shit. All I need to concentrate on is avoiding death. So the journey back started waiting near a metro station at the moment. My friend gave me a lift here. I'll take the metro, then the plane, and then the bus. So really looking forward to that, really feeling great had the choice earlier to have uh, a shower or 10 10 more minutes in bed i went for the 10 minutes in bed and uh it was a great choice at the time i live for the moment that's me but i'm kind of regretting it now so we'll see how it goes so that's it no more recordings after that one there because as i said after i made that the hangover really kicked in and it wasn't a joke anymore i really thought fuck I'm going to die. So obviously I wasn't really in the mood to make any more recordings. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed it. Congratulations again to Mr. and Mrs. Corporal Coma. Thanks everyone for listening. Um, I was going to play that song at the end, but I've just realised we're near the 30 minute mark and I don't want to go over 30 because if you see that 30 minutes, you'll probably think, oh fuck, I'm not listening to that. Um, But if anyone wants to find that song, it's called Right Before My Eyes and it is sang by N and G. Um, Also remember all of the rock and roll vocabulary vocabulary from this episode is on the website um i know i normally do a recap at the end but this podcast has taken me about six hours to make and i just 
can't do it anymore. It's not easy, this podcast stuff. There is a lot of work that goes behind it. Um, Remember, if you want the transcript to this episode, which could be very useful, go to rockandrollenglish.com slash family. I'm going to stop there. I hope you enjoyed your trip to Seville with me. I will see you all again next week, people. But in the meantime, just keep on rocking, baby. Thanks so much for listening to Rock and Roll English. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit rockandrollenglish.com and facebook.com slash rockandrollenglish. We'll catch you next time.